You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Come on, let's give God a thunderous praise in this place because he's worthy. Hallelujah, there's nobody like our God. Nobody, nobody. Amen, amen. You may be seated in the presence. Amen. I do honor God. Maybe I need that other mic. Amen. I honor God. I honor Apostle Willie Talbert. Amen. Great man of God. I honor our Pastor Stephen Talbert. Thank you. I honor all of our associate pastors. Let me see if I can do the names without leaving anybody out of our ministerial staff. I thank God for Pastor Hector, Pastor Cassandra Foy, Pastor Vondell Scott, Pastor Carolyn Doherty, Evangelist Beneath the Clifton, Minister Regina Harley, Minister Juanita Gardner, Prophetess Sonia Lewis, amen. Pastor Vondell Scott. I thank God for Lady India Scott as well as Sister Melissa Talbert as well. Amen. Am I forgetting anybody? Amen. Amen. Minister Larry Edwards, Minister Nicole Edwards. Amen. Somebody help me here. I'm a certain age. Amen. We thank and we praise God for all of the young people in the house. Amen. Y'all know I love me some young people because they keep me young. Amen. I thank God for each and every one of you. It is good to be here. I don't know about anybody else. I'm excited about what God is doing. I heard Pastor Cassandra saying. We on the same page. How many know the devil is a liar? Amen. We on the same page. And so we think and we praise God for everything that the Lord is doing. Please get your Bibles, if you will. God has been speaking. We're in the midst of 21 days of fasting, 31 days of prayer, and God is already moving. Amen. Proverbs 4, Proverbs 4, chapter, verse 23. Proverbs 4, 23. How many know there is a word from the Lord? Amen. I thank God for our musicians this morning. Amen. Apostle Willie Talbert and, and brother um, Benjamin Foy. Amen. Amen. I don't know about anybody else, but when praise and worship is going on, I'm not going to sit like I'm looking at television. Amen. I'm not just going to sit out there like I'm being entertained. How many know? Because in praise and worship, we're supposed to participate. It gets us ready for what's coming. Anybody understand the importance of it? It gets us ready for what's coming. And so that's why if you see me, I'm up. I brought caracas and gave some to the young people and shook a few myself because I'm, I'm not the best tambourine player. Amen. So I can shake the caracas. Amen. And so I just like to get involved in the praise and the worship, regardless to whether I can sing at the caliber of cutting an album or recording or and God loves to hear me sing. Amen. Because I'm singing unto him. 
And that's what you need to tell yourself. Oh, by the time I finish with you today, you're going to be saying some positive stuff. Amen. Amen. Let's get rocking and rolling here. Proverbs 4 and 23. I'm going to read first from the King James Version. Then I'm going to give you another translation that helps me to deal with what God has given me today. It reads, I pray everybody standing in honor, reverence, and respect to the reading of God's word. You in the virtual audience, give God some honor. Give his word some honor. You may be in your living room, in your bedroom, wherever you are, but let's stand in reverence and respect to the reading of God's word. I'm not going to read a whole chapter for you today. Amen? Amen. Proverbs 4 and 23. And it reads from the King James Version. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Now, let me tell you what another translation says, good news translation. It says, be careful how you think. Hmm. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. Now, let me tell you what the New Century Version says. Be careful what you think because your thoughts run your life. This is the word of God. God's word is already blessed. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord, those of you that are here with me today. I want to talk to you from this subject, kingdom thinking. Kingdom thinking. Can you say that with me? Kingdom. Somebody drop it in the chat on the virtual. Put it in all capital letters. Kingdom thinking. I want you to agree with me on several things. First of all, that God himself will be pleased, honored, and glorified as a result of the word that shall come forth in this place on today, that you, the people, will be encouraged, reminded, empowered, and edified, and that the devil will be disappointed and horrified. Can you lift your hands and say with me, Lord, as your servant has decreed and declared, be it so in your name. Now come on and bless the Lord and let's thank him in advance for what he's about to do. My prayer, my desire is that God will minister to your hearts, to your minds, and to your spirits on today through the word of God. And I count myself, I'm, I'm just blessed to be a vessel in the hand of God to be used by him. So does negative thinking really affect us? How many will admit that negative thoughts come? How many will admit that we have at times been guilty of overthinking? Hmm? You ever overthought something? Let me tell you what happened to me. I overthought something and convinced myself out of the right decision and made the wrong decision. You ever did that? You know, your, your first thought, and that was God telling you, okay, yes, do this. But you kept thinking, 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 thinking. That's what I did. Kept thinking, you know, weighing the pros and the cons and that, da, da. Why? This analytical mind, this, 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 this human stuff here. Huh? This human stuff is something. And got it to the place to where I totally changed the decision. Then later found out the first decision was the right decision. Hmm? And so scientists also think 
that negative thoughts affect us. Researchers at King's College London found that repetitive negative thinking may increase your risk for Alzheimer's disease. Now, do you know there's no cure for Alzheimer's? And so the scientists did research on negative thinkers and they came up with the result that when you repetitive, you keep thinking negative over and over, it increases your risk for Alzheimer's disease. Now listen to this. The study found that the habit of prolonged negative thinking diminishes your brain's ability to think, to reason, and to form memories. So essentially, negative thinking drains your brain. Somebody say it drains your brain. Drains your brain's resources. And here's the thing, another study, they discovered that it also produces a greater risk for dementia. Anybody hearing me? Now you gotta remember something. These brains of, of ours get good at what they do. Will you agree with me on that? And so negative thoughts create channels in your brain. Listen. We're in the midst of 31 days of prayer and we've got different prayer focuses. This week it was, and the theme was debt free in 2023, but this week the focus was being debt free from negative thoughts. Isn't that a great one to start with? You know why it's great to start with that one? Because everything that exists started from a thought. Huh? When God created the heavens and the earth, he thought it first, then he did it. Anybody with me? Y'all looking at me like I'm a scientist. I ain't no scientist. I'm giving you revelation from God because this is what God said to me. God said to me, if we're gonna experience what we're supposed to experience now, see back there, we hit, we missed, we did, but God said, this is supposed to be greater. It's supposed to be different. And if we're going to do it, our minds got to be right first. Before anything else, first your mind got to be right. And so everything starts with a thought. And so here's the thing. Mm. The way of thinking can become your default way you think. So if you think negative all the time, if you overthink everything all the time, that's gonna be your default. Now, switch it. And if you think positive, think power thoughts, think victory thoughts, that's what can be your default. Somebody need to say, that's what I want. And so if you do a lot of negative thinking, you wire your brain to be good at producing negative thoughts. Don't you wonder why the enemy attacks our minds first? Huh? When he comes at us, what does he do first? He attacks this first. Can I tell you a, a, a true story? When I first got saved, 
When I first got saved, I was on fire for God. Anybody know what I'm talking about? That zeal. That zeal make you want to save everybody. And so I was on fire for God. And so I was reaching at everything I could think of that would help me grow spiritually. Anybody ever been there? You just hungry. You thirsty. You just want what you want God stuff. Anything about God you want it. Anything that's going to help you or you think will help you grow spiritually, you want it. Anybody else ever been as on fire as I was? When you first get saved, it's new. And so I can remember I got involved. I was going to come in the Bible study. I was coming to Bible school, Bible institute, you name it. I was sitting up in it with my pen, my paper, my book, my Bible. I'm ready. And one day, I was sitting right over here on this side in class. And the instructor was teaching powerful. And the enemy came and tried to take my thoughts. Hmm. And when I sat there, I realized immediately what was going on. I began to rebuke in the name of Jesus and to pray. At least I had enough sense, even though I was a babe, to rebuke the, the way, what the enemy was trying to do. And immediately when I began to rebuke, it let go. Anybody hear me? So there is something to our mind and our thoughts and the importance of making sure that we've got the right, somebody say kingdom, kingdom thoughts. And so here's the thing. One of the byproducts of negative thinking is stress. Somebody say stress. Listen, we have all experienced it. We have all done it, even though we walking around, we say we too blessed to be stressed. Anybody ever said it? I'm too blessed to be stressed. How you doing? I'm too blessed to be stressed. And stressing out right then. Huh? Anybody ever been there? And so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Understand that there is a way to combat or to overcome stress. I had a job when I was in corporate and I dealt with millions of dollars because I dealt with high profile cases. You can imagine the pressure to resolve those cases, especially if they were cases that were in the news already. You had to handle those things right. So you had to do research, you had to know case law, you had to be able to understand policy language because I was in the insurance industry, handling property and casualty claims. So as a home office supervisor, managers, supervisors, and adjusters look to me to give them the right decision or to approve or deny their decision. So imagine the weight. I remember when, before I got to home office and I, I was in the office with one of the high profile uh, bosses on one of my high profile cases. And I'm, I'm sitting there and he's discussing the case because they're getting pressure to do something with the case. And I'm sitting there 
and I could feel this thing in the back of my head. You know what it was? Tension. Or otherwise known as stress. And so I realized that I had to learn how to release the stress. How can you release the stress? Only God can help you get there. And so I realized that I needed to turn it over and become kingdom-minded. So here's the thing. When negative thoughts come, and they will, somebody say, oh, they will. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But here's the thing. We got to know what to do about it. And so when they come, when a negative thought comes, replace it immediately. Don't, don't, don't pet it. Don't stroke it. <laughs> Anybody hear me? You, you know what I'm saying, right? Because when, when a certain kind of thought comes that you're comfortable with, you may hold on to it for a little bit, right? Because you're comfortable with it, right? Does anybody understand what I'm saying? Here's the thing. If it's negative, boot it out. If it's negative, kick it behind out of your mind. Huh? Do I need to get real here? If it's negative, replace it with a positive thought. Whatever that negative thought is, because there are times, a good example, sometimes you're applying for something and you really want it approved. And the thought will come, oh, this ain't gonna happen. My credit score ain't right. This thing ain't, that ain't right. My, this ain't right. That ain't, mm -mm. And I remember the last time, huh? Anybody ever been there? Immediately replace that with, this is going to be different. I shall get approved in the name of Jesus. Things are better. Things are different. I'm walking in a new place. I'm walking in a different place. You know what happens? What happens is there's something called neuroplasticity. And we activate neuroplasticity in our brain. It is the brain's ability to reorganize itself. Don't we have some fantastic brains? Only God could have created this. To reorganize itself by forming new neural connections that start to work in our favor. In other words, that neuroplasticity reorganizes and turns that brain environment from negative to positive. Anybody here? That's right. That's right. Say it, man of God. Thank you, Lord. Because Lord knows we needed that help from the Lord. We could not have done it by ourselves. And so you become a sculpture of your own brain when you do that. All you do is you turn it. Oh, I'm going to give you some tools to help turn that thing. Because changing your habits of mind can change your life. Somebody need to clap their hands and bless the Lord in this place. And so we read the scripture in Proverbs 4 and 23. Solomon was talking to his sons. He was trying to give them some instructions. Um, because, you know, the, the, the young people were doing their own thing. And so Solomon wanted them to understand something here. He wanted them to understand, you need to be careful how you think. Because your thoughts will run your life. 
And so there are certain thoughts, certain things that will get in your mind and form desire. Anybody hearing me? And sometimes it's the wrong kind of desire. Anybody hearing me? And so when the wrong kind of desire is there, that will affect your behavior. It will affect your actions. When the wrong thoughts are there, when the negative thoughts are in there, that means that the wrong behavior and the wrong actions then can take place. Because when the wrong thoughts are there, it runs your life. It directs the actions that you take. Anybody hearing me? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and so Solomon was teaching them to be careful. Here's the thing. He was teaching them to be careful because he had made so many nasty mistakes himself. Even though he was a man of wisdom, remember what he asked God for. But yet he was human. How many know? That human, that human part of us, that human spirit, one day we, we got to do a teaching on the human spirit so y'all can understand. Y'all can understand what you're dealing with. Sometimes you think it's the devil and it's your human spirit in operation. Anybody hearing me? Uh, okay, I'm going I'm to I'm leave that alone right now. Y'all looking at me like, like uh, I, I want more. No, 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 not on that right now. And, and so our thoughts have power. Now, we already know death and life are in the power of the tongue, right? But it starts before that. Because your thoughts are first, then it's the words. Are you hearing me? Mm -hmm. I'll get you there. I'll get you there. And so Solomon was trying to help them. Psalm 94 and 19 says this. It says, in the multitude of my thoughts within me, thy comforts delight my soul. Uh, uh, what is it saying? When I was upset and beside myself, God, you calmed me down and you cheered me up. <laughs> Here's the thing. When anxiety, oh, there's that word, was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. God's been dealing with me about that word, anxiety, because I've been hearing it a lot. I've been hearing a lot of people using that as the reason why they're doing things or not doing things. That they're, they're, they're suffering with it. They're dealing, they're using terminology like that. And so I asked God, what is going on? And so the Lord began to show me something. How many know that deliverance is still important in the church? Hmm? Anybody hearing me? As much as we teach on different things, we still need to be cognizant of the fact that there are times that we've got to minister deliverance. And, and so when I asked God about that word, I asked him about that word, and God immediately began to talk to me about deliverance in the church. The fact that many need deliverance because they had opened a portal Somebody say portal. They opened a portal for some supernatural spiritual stuff. And I'm not talking about God stuff either. How many know there are times that 
uh, we entertain different things. I don't know about you, but I can't watch every movie. I can't watch every movie because of, because of what God has called me to in the spiritual realm. And because of what I'm assigned to do, certain things mess with my spirit. Anybody hear me? And, and so there's certain types of um, shows and movie, because I like to watch TV. And I'll watch a movie from time to time. But I have to be careful what movies I watch. I have to be careful what shows I watch. I can't watch horror films. Hmm? Now, there are people who love horror films. They're like, oh, I love horror films. I can't watch it because something happens spiritually when I watch them. I can lay down after I watch that horror movie. God knows I'm going to have a dream about something I ain't got no business dreaming about. I'm going to be wrestling with something in the night. Come on here now. I remember one time, Minister Nicole, I, I, I watched something on TV and made a mistake and fell asleep while it was on. Anybody ever fell asleep with the TV on? Huh? Anybody ever did that? <laughs> I try my best never to do that again. Because let me tell you what happened. I fell asleep. And what I was watching before was fine. But then that went off and something else came on. And the other thing that came on, Sister Blunt laughing because she know where I'm going. <laughs> the other thing that came on was something else. And I heard a growling. That's what woke me up. When I opened my eyes, something was reaching out of the television. Anybody hear me? They say, oh, she's imagining that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, there's some stuff that's real the devil don't want you to know it's real he wants you to think you just imagined it but see you need to know it's real so we'll know how to deal with it anybody hear me and so the bible says this Colossians 3 and 2 says so set your mind on things what above and not on earthly things and so repeating this over and over here's the thing and this is what I, I, I heard somebody say this the other day. And I heard them say this in a business session. They said, we can't control our future, but we can control our habits. And our habits will control our future. Did y'all get that? We can't control our future. We can control our habits. And our habits control our future. Anybody hearing me? Because somebody will say, yes, we can. We can control our future. Only if your habits are the right kind of habits. Huh? If they're not the right kind of habits, then you're going to get a different outcome. Anybody hearing me? Uh-huh. Thought, I, thought I'd get you there. Then First Peter says this. Gird up the loins of your mind. Gird up the loins of your mind? Then he says this, 1 Peter 1 and 13, he says, Be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Gird up the loins of your mind. What does that mean exactly? It means set your mind on alert 
and be fully sober, sound in your mind, balanced in your mind. Prepare your minds for action. Prepare your minds for action. Why? Because you've got to make sure you've got kingdom thoughts. I'm, get, I'm getting ready to, to, to wrap up here. So what is kingdom thinking? Kingdom thinking is having thoughts that acknowledge God's hand on your life. Thoughts of love, thoughts of power, thoughts of victory, thoughts of peace, thoughts of joy. And it, it means that God reigns. When we've got kingdom thinking, God is reigning, R-E-I-G-N. He is reigning. That means that, here's the thing. Kingdom thoughts means because I received and accepted Jesus Christ, I hear you, Holy Ghost, as Lord and Savior. Somebody say Lord and Savior. Because some people say he's my Lord, but they don't acknowledge him as Savior. Some people acknowledge him as Savior, but not as Lord. But he's my Lord and Savior. So because he's my Lord and Savior, y'all know me, y'all know me. That means I'm connected to God and his kingdom. Come on here now. Through my relationship with him. You hear that? I'm connected to God the Father because of my relationship. My, I've received and accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That's why I can't understand how people can get confused with different doctrines. Because you can't get to the Father except you receive and accept Jesus Christ. And so because of that, then when you, you, you've accepted Christ, you've got access to the Father, you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. Come on, the Godhead. Somebody need to get excited about the Godhead. <laughs> and, and, and so what happens here? What happens here? That means regardless to what, I can teach on the prophetic, I can prophesy accurate words, I can minister deliverance, I can teach on the gifts of the, the other gifts of the Holy Spirit, how to experience the power of God, how to experience a mighty move of God, but everything is grounded in my relationship with God. Why? Because I accepted Jesus Christ and I continue to acknowledge him as my Lord and Savior. So now I've got access to the kingdom. I've got access to the kingdom and I can move in kingdom power, kingdom authority, and my thinking needs to be kingdom. Somebody needs to give God some glory in here. And so when I am connected to the kingdom, the way I think directly affects my behavior and my life because I am kingdom-minded now. And I'm thinking kingdom. And, and so you need to understand something here. Understand that when you are kingdom thinking, that means that you no longer respond the same way to situations. The way I used to respond to that situation, I don't respond anymore because my thinking is different now. My thought 
thoughts are different now. Now I replace the negative stuff that the enemy tries to hurl at me or that I reach for myself. How many know there are times you're drawn by distractions and when you're drawn by distractions, it will cause you to reach for something that is not kingdom and that will affect the kind of thoughts that you have because you've been distracted by something that's trying to pull you off track, off course, pull you out of place, pull you from your position. I heard the Lord say, get back on track, get back in position so that you can achieve everything that I have ordained for you to achieve. I heard God say, if you want to experience victory, you gotta think victory. If you want to experience breakthrough, you gotta think breakthrough. If you want to experience joy, you gotta think joy. No matter what it looks like, then there's something else that we gotta do. We need to replace the negative thoughts with positive affirmations. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Every day, I'll make an affirmation and several of them throughout the day. I am who God says I am. I am victory. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am the righteousness of God. I am the one that God will use in these last and evil days. I am victorious. I am successful. Everything I touch is successful. Everything that I lay my hands on, everything I can think or imagine, God will do it because I am kingdom. I'm kingdom minded. In the book of Luke, the Pharisees asked Jesus a question. They said, where is this kingdom? Jesus looked around. He said, why you keep messing with me about this? The kingdom, if you live right, if you connect with the right source, he said the kingdom of God is within you. Hallelujah. So that means because of my relationship, because I'm connected to him, I have access to kingdom, kingdom thoughts, kingdom authority, kingdom power, kingdom success, kingdom victory. Somebody need to say yes in here. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Kingdom. Kingdom. Kingdom thinking. We're getting ready to let you go. We're getting ready to let you go. But I want to tell you this. We're going to ask everybody to stand and we're going to do positive. We're going to do kingdom thoughts and affirmation. Anybody ready? Kingdom thoughts and affirmation. And this is one that I say. I say this just about every day. Why? Because I know that, listen, you're going to be challenged in the way you think. Did you hear what I said at the beginning? There's a reason why we're attacked here. Because if he can get us here, he can paralyze everything else. Nothing will become successful. Why? Because you won't think success because he's attacked you here. And so I want you to say this with me. My breakthrough goal. I need to hear you say it with power and authority. My breakthrough goal. I feel it. And visualize this. Daily. It will increase my motivation. Stimulate my creativity. And heighten my awareness. Of resources. That can help me. Achieve my goal. I am one of God's chosen vessels. And I experience the divine and uncommon favor of God. Oh, say that. Of God. Now I want you to say this. I want you to get this in you. I am blessed and successful. My life is complete, healthy. Happy and delightful because I'm fulfilling my God-ordained purpose daily. I will not allow anyone or anything to determine my value, my purpose, or my future because obedience to God is first and foremost, I am a problem solver. I am a change agent. I am a mover and a shaker. I am victorious in God. I am strong. Glory. Hallelujah. Is there anyone 
Is there anyone that wants to receive and accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? The one who can change your mind. The one who can give you a kingdom mindset. If you're here, we're going to ask that you will come at this time. If you want to become part of Yes Lord Ministries, we invite you to come and become part of Yes Lord Ministries. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. The YLM mobile app. Text GIFT to 1-844-948-3895. Cash app dollar sign Yes Lord M. On Givelify search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. Download the YLM mobile app and stay connected with our ministry 24-7. On behalf of our lead pastor Steve Tolbert, our senior leaders Apostle Willie Tolbert and Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert and the Yes Lord Ministries church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.